This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permonian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I am here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian and I am Rafael Di Furia. And today we are here to talk about applying in Italy versus applying in the US. We have touched on this subject before, but we wanted to get a little bit more into it today and maybe talk about some other aspects that we haven't quite covered yet. And Marco, I know that one of the reasons why people end up choosing to apply in Italy. One of the biggest reasons is because that the process can end up being faster here. But why is it that ends up being the case? The main reason why people apply for citizenship in Italy rather than in their own country is that, as you just said, the process can be much faster. And it is generally faster because when you apply in your home country, you have to go through the local Italian consulate And generally because the Italian consulates abroad have jurisdiction over a large portion of the country where they are located. So a lot of people live within the jurisdiction of one single consulate. The wait time to file the citizenship application can be uh, long. So a lot of people decide to skip the consulate and apply for citizenship directly in Italy by relocating to Italy for some time. In our experience with our clients is generally a much more expedited process than applying for citizenship in America. Are there any other factors of why you think it may be faster for the processing time here in Italy rather than abroad? Well, uh, for sure, because you apply for citizenship in an Italian municipality and because there are 8,000 Italian municipalities in Italy, the number of people applying for citizenship through a specific municipality is very low. So that's why the municipality that you use to apply for citizenship, if it if it's the right one, if you choose, if you chose well, um, can be very fast in processing your citizenship application. I don't know, I'm thinking, for example, if you are applying for citizenship through a consulate, you have to Imagine that the consulate is processing hundreds of applications for citizenship every year, whereas a municipality in Italy would be processing a much, much lower number of applications. So that's why the process can be more expedited in Italy when you apply for citizenship in Italy. And another reason that we kind of talked about a few minutes ago, um, why the process is faster in Italy, is that when you apply at the consulate, you have to wait for your appointment. Whereas when you apply in Italy, you can just, in most cases, show up at an Italian municipality of your choosing and just start the process. So generally municipalities in Italy accept walk-ins. So you just show up there, you tell them you are there to apply for citizenship and they let you start the process without waiting for any Appointments. The only prerequisite being just that you would be a resident of that municipality. Correct. That would be the first step of the process. When you arrive in Italy, you have to become a resident. So you first become a resident and then um, you can apply for citizenship. And while we're still on the subject of the pros of applying in Italy, what are some of the other benefits of actually taking care of the process here in Italy? So besides 
enjoying life in Italy, of course, because when you apply in Italy, you have to spend some time in Italy. So, oh, what a horrible thing to have to do. <laughs> so one of the advantages of applying in Italy is that generally municipalities are very flexible, meaning when your application is not perfect, I mean, when you have documents with discrepancies or inconsistencies that you cannot easily fix, it may be advisable to try to apply in Italy, probably because they see just much a much lower number of applications, they tend to be more flexible and they generally do not raise issues when there are discrepancies in your documents. I can imagine maybe that has something to do with that also in the U.S. that uh, consulates, ha- because they're dealing with Uh, For example, in America, they're dealing with a lot of American documents that they're much more familiar with what those documents are supposed to look like and what a perfect document that's completely in order should look like. Whereas maybe in Italy, there's a little bit less familiarity because of the volume is so low of how many of those foreign documents that they're actually dealing with on a day-to-day basis because the clerks that are dealing with these citizenship cases are the same clerks that deal with various other regular things that people locally would be dealing with. Correct. And before we get into the negative section of this video, maybe let's touch on some of the uh, pluses, some of the positives about actually applying in the U.S. or a country outside of Italy. The first advantage of applying for citizenship in the U.S. is probably that you don't have to travel to Italy. So you can complete the entire application process without going in another country so you can stay in your country and deal with the consulate and file your citizenship application at the consulate it is true that if you don't live close to the consulate you may have to travel even by plane i'm thinking about people living in for example colorado who have to go to chicago exactly or people living in Washington state, they have to go all the way down to San Francisco just to apply for citizenship. But still, you are in your country and you don't have to take an international flight. Right, and especially if someone has children, small children, um, there's also benefits and advantages of bringing them to Italy. But if you have a family, teenagers, whatever it may be, um, it can be difficult to uproot your family life and kind of plop down here in Italy. But there are people that do that. And I, I've met clients of yours who have done that and have been very happy with that subject. Actually, there was a video that um, you released not too long ago uh, with your client, uh, Kristen, who was very happy with her experience uh, living here in Rovigo and working with you guys. Hi, Kristen. <laughs> and what would be the other advantages of applying in the U.S.? One of the other advantages of applying for citizenship in the U.S. is that the process is generally less time-consuming for you, meaning to apply for citizenship in the U.S. through a consulate, you simply have to attend one appointment, generally just one appointment, and then you wait. You wait for your application to be processed because even if the consulate requires more documents, the day of your appointment, they will generally not ask you to attend another appointment. They will let you provide any additional documents they may require by email. So you, in most cases, you you do not have to travel to the consulate more than one time. Whereas the process in Italy is a multi-step process. 
meaning you have to arrive in Italy, establish a residency, get an apartment, wait for the local police to verify your residency, apply for citizenship, apply for a residency permit. So there are multiple appointments involved in the process. Instead, when applying in the US, you just attend one appointment and then you you wait. Sometimes you sometimes you wait for long, but you just have to wait. There is nothing else you have to do but but wait. So overall the potential processing time in the in America could be a little bit longer, whereas in Italy the potential time could be shorter, but it's more involved. Exactly. And one of the other advantages of applying in the US is that if you have a complex case involving specific circumstances, it may be advisable to deal with a consulate rather than deal with an Italian municipality where people are less experienced. Meaning if yours is a standard case, an easy case, it's okay to apply in Italy. But if, if yours is a difficult case that has to do with a specific Italian law, it would be probably wise to deal with an office that knows more about Italian citizenship law than an Italian municipality. Is there a specific example that you can think of off the top of your head? Because earlier you mentioned that if there were some inconsistencies, um, for example, some of the names, like some minor problems, um, that that may actually be better to do in Italy. But if you're saying for these some sort of more major issue that it may actually be better in to that it may actually be better to apply in in the U.S. And is there an example that you can think of? Um, yeah, sure. For example, if you have a major discrepancy in your um, ancestor's documents, if he changed his last name unofficially, so if you have documents with huge discrepancies and you have to get, for example, a one and the same court order, meaning a court order from a US court saying that despite the inconsistencies in the documents, they all refer to the same individual. In those kind of situations, it could be advisable to work with the consulate unless you're able to work with a very, very experienced and prepared clerk in an Italian municipality. Or another example that I can think of is, for example, if you are a first-generation case and if you are applying through your mother, who wasn't even born in Italy but got Italian citizenship automatically through her husband because they got married uh, before 1983. So if your father was the Italian person and your father became naturalized after the, mer the marriage to your mother, but prior to your birth, your mother would have received Italian citizenship automatically. So while you wouldn't qualify for citizenship through your father, you would qualify for citizenship through your mother who became a citizen of Italy automatically through the marriage. And most clerks in Italian municipalities would probably not know that, whereas clerks working in Italian consulates would know uh, that specific situation. I, th I think that actually is a, a good point that you're raising is that the clerks in Italy, there may be times where they're less knowledgeable um, and it's important for, for a potential petitioner to make a very careful choice of which municipality that they decide to go with because there are even clerks under the impression in Italy that this doesn't work, that how can an American be an Italian citizen? This doesn't make sense when it's just actually the case where 
if you can prove it, that your family came from Italy uh, with this unbroken chain, then it's it's a free-for-all practically. That's one of the other uh, disadvantages of applying in Italy, especially in the wrong municipality, meaning some people just decide they want to go to Italy, so they uh, pack up their things and just travel to Italy. They choose a municipality and they attempt to file the application there. But if you have to deal with a municipality that is not prepared to assist you, that doesn't know anything about the process, and I've seen a few, meaning they have a completely wrong understanding of the process, they don't know what to do. It can be a very slow process, so you can just end up wasting time. It's definitely advisable to choose the right municipality when you have to apply in Italy possibly a municipality that other people have used before so that they know they're prepared to assist you, they know what they're doing. A place that's not necessarily popular, but not too popular. Like I know some people end up deciding they want to spend time in Florence, Milan, Rome, but because those are larger cities and they are processing so many other different types of, um, of, 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 of cases and various things that they would be processing anyway, um, that those times can be a little bit longer. And from what I've heard also, um, Milan doesn't also have the best reputation when it comes to this, even though they have some familiarity with it. But I know when your clients who've worked with Italian Citizenship Assistance, ICA, that you guys will actually sit down with them and help them to choose the best place that's most appropriate for them and what their needs are. Because sometimes living in a major city may not be the best place to reside there um, and have to work with that larger municipality. But if they go slightly outside or even to a place like here in Rovigo, uh, the process can be much more straightforward and a lot more friendly. Definitely. No, that's a good point. A lot of people decide to apply in a bigger municipality just to realize that a big municipality makes the process slower, meaning municipalities like Milan or Florence or Rome can be, the process there can be even slower than the process at the consulate and actually the clerics that you're dealing with could be more demanding than clerics working at consulates. I'm, I'm specifically referring at discrepancies in your documents. I've heard that people have tried to apply in cities like the ones that I just mentioned, just to realize that the clerk was noticing even minor discrepancies and misspellings that would probably not have been a problem if that person was applying through a consulate. And this is something that for Americans can seem quite strange is that the laws are always supposed to be treated in the same way, whereas here in Italy, there is one set of rules, but the implementation of those laws and rules is up to the discretion of the uh, specific clerk working on the case at the time um, or on the specific file. So that's one thing also to keep in mind that not only does it depend on the location where you're applying, but also um, the specific person who you end up dealing with that day. So I would even say that maybe that could be one of the negatives of applying in Italy is that uh, that um, inconsistency, so to speak. But even with that said, if you were asking me personally, I'm someone who got my citizenship abroad, outside of Italy. If I were to do things over again, I definitely would do it here in Italy. I really wish I had, even with that 
difficulty of knowing where is the right place to go. Uh, again, like with if someone were to be working with you guys, you can help get that person ready and even make the phone call to the municipality ahead of time to make sure that they are familiar with the process. And if not, to be able to explain to them kind of the basics of what would be needed to do. And one thing when applying for Italian citizenship, uh, depending on the location, of course, can change the amount of time, as we were saying, applying in Italy is generally faster. But in the United States, are there certain consulates that are known for working a little faster than others? Yeah, absolutely. People living, for example, in the jurisdiction of the Houston consulate or Detroit consulate, or even people living in Washington, D.C., or within the jurisdiction of the consulate in Washington, D.C., those consulates are knowingly pretty fast. So applying for citizenship through one of those consulates may actually not take a lot longer than applying for citizenship directly in Italy. The other consulates in the U.S. can be a little bit slower, but right now applying in the U.S. is still much faster than applying for citizenship in other countries. I'm thinking, for example, of people applying for citizenship in Brazil or Argentina. In those countries, the wait times to apply for citizenship are really, really long if compared to the wait times in the U.S. Even at one of the points when it was the, the worst in America, when it got up to the highest number, it was still only a fraction of what it was in South America. I know in, in Sao Paulo, for example, they had a very long time to wait at that point, which was completely ridiculous. Um, so, which has actually led a large amount of Brazilians to decide to come and apply in Italy themselves. You'll find um, a lot of Brazilians who are here in Italy uh, will often have maybe an Italian ancestor. Not always, but I can say probably the majority of the Brazilians I've been in contact with have all had like a, a great-grandparent or so on, or a great-great-great-grandparent because the people who came to Brazil came at a... Um, different time than the people who came to America and from different parts of the country, but that's a, a different subject for a different day, but something I find actually quite fascinating. And one other major advantage I want to make sure we talk about is the ability to communicate in English if you are applying for citizenship through an Italian consulate in the U.S., whereas if you apply for citizenship in Italy, you will be forced to communicate with the people at the municipality in Italian. So if you don't speak Italian yourself, you would have to hire a translator. Of course, if you are not lucky enough that the clerk that you're dealing with speaks English, but as we all know, that's not a very common situation. No, it's, I would say it's, it would be very unlikely to find a clerk that would speak English or be willing to speak English because in some cases you'll find that for various things they will want you to actually speak in, to them in Italian if you don't have a translator there with you or, or even one of your dual citizenship experts that's here at um, Italian Citizenship Assistance that I know will end up accompanying uh, your clients to their citizenship appointments. Yeah, exactly. When you apply at the consulate in the U.S., instead, clerks are generally bilingual, so they are allowed by law to speak to you in English if you don't speak Italian. And just we have to keep in mind that speaking Italian is not a requirement by law. So if you apply for citizenship at the consulate, the interview will be in English, 
Whereas if you apply in Italy, despite the fact that speaking the language is not a legal requirement, the clerk may just not know English. It's just English. a practical reality that exactly. it's not that you have to be able to, to, to pass a language test, of course, but um, it's just that's how it ends up being if you're here in Italy, that people do have an expectation that there's at least some minimal ability to be able to communicate with them. And while we're on the subject of language, it is probably worth mentioning that, as we all know, the documents needed to apply for citizenship need to be translated into Italian from English. But if you are applying for citizenship in Italy, the translations of your documents will also need to be certified. Whereas if you apply for citizenship at a consulate, because the consulate is bilingual, they will certify your translations from English into Italian when you apply for citizenship. And when making your application, when making your petition for citizenship by descent in Italy versus the United States, uh, are there any major differences in the costs associated other than the not having to get uh, certifications for the translations, which can be costly? Um, are there any other costs that change depending on where you apply? When applying for citizenship by descent in Italy or in the US, you need pretty much the same documents. So the cost of the documents can be quite the same. And of course, all the documents need to be also apostilled. So the apostilles are needed regardless of where you apply for citizenship. But as you said, when you apply for citizenship at a consulate, the consulate will take care of certifying your translations so you do not have to pay for the certification of the translations that cost is actually included in the consular fee that you pay to apply for citizenship so when you apply for citizenship in the u.s you pay a 300 euros consular fee in cash the day of your appointment you actually paid in you pay it in u.s dollars but it's the equivalent of 300 euros and that cost covers also the cost of the translations which get certified by the consulate whereas when you apply in Italy you have to get your translations certified and you can get them certified in different ways by a translator in the US who gets the translations certified before a public notary or you can get them certified by the consulate if you are willing to visit the consulate before going to Italy or you can get them certified by an Italian court. And the cost varies depending on which way you want to go. But when applying in Italy, your translations need to be certified. And that's probably also why when you apply in Italy, the application fee is much, much lower. You actually pay just a 16 euros fee to apply for citizenship. So you don't pay the 300 euros fee, but you have to get your translations certified beforehand. And just while we're on the subject of the financial side of things, uh, for people who are planning to come to Italy, the cost of living to some extent ends up being part of the cost of their total citizenship process to an extent, uh, but they would be paying the cost of living no matter where they are. Do you have a rough outline of what a person might be able to expect for while they're here in Italy for their cost of living monthly? So when applying for citizenship, in Italy, you firstly have to take into account the cost of the apartment because you need an apartment 
where you establish your residency, you cannot use um, Airbnb or you cannot use an hotel. So you need an actual apartment. And the cost of the apartment varies a lot depending on where you live in Italy. So where you relocate. So if you go to Southern Italy, the costs may be a little bit lower when you apply in Northern Italy. Maybe the rent is a little bit higher. The rent in Southern Italy can be anywhere from three to 400 euros per month. Whereas in the average rent in Northern Italy could probably be between four and 600 euros per month. Of course, there are situations where you can find a very cheap apartment. And besides the rent, you have to take into consideration utilities and of course the flight from the US to Italy and just the cost of living in Italy. Those are pretty much the cost of applying for citizenship in Italy. And one thing also is that I think is worthwhile mentioning is that the rents can even go up higher than the prices that you've mentioned just um, if the uh, landlord may have the understanding that you will want to break your contract early because Italian contracts are generally multi-year contracts anywhere from three plus two years or four plus four years that if you let them know up front that you might want to break your contract earlier, they might raise the monthly cost so that at the end when you would like to get out of your contract that you can either have a shorter term period um, for your exit period because very often it would be six months. Um, whereas if you wanted to have that shorter period, maybe you can work out a deal with them of some sort. I've heard about this happening and I know it's not uncommon for that sort of thing to happen. Correct. The, the longer the contract is, the lower the rent will be. That's definitely accurate. Anyway, I think we've covered a lot of ground in this video, and I'm sure this will be a subject that we touch on again in the future. And if you would like to see more content like this about moving to Italy and Italian citizenship, be sure to subscribe to this channel. And if you have any questions about anything that we've spoken about in this video or any of the other videos that we've done, or maybe something that we haven't talked about yet, feel free to leave that down in the comment section below. And maybe at some point in the future, we might be able to get to your question in a future video. Of course, this is Marco Permunian, Italian attorney and the head of the U.S. operations of ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. And I am Rafael Di Furia. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. We look forward to seeing you all next time. Later. Thank you. Bye.